Man, shout out to my auntie Katie, though. She came up with Jabray. Um, was, the crazy story about it is she wanted to actually name me Dexter, bro. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> when my mom told me that, I was like, what? She was like, yeah, your auntie Katie wanted to name you Dexter. And she was like throwing out names. And my mom's was like, uh, uh, I don't know. And when she said Cortland, she was like, okay. And then she was trying to say, I don't know. She was like, Cortland, Kiwan, Edwards. My mom was like, ah, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> And then my mom was like, how about Jabray? And then she was like, yeah, Cortland, Jabray. She was like, I like it. It was just like a... It was a, she was like it was a crazy name toss in the in the room. She was like she was holding me. It was like Kiwan, James. <laughs> she said I was like she said she was holding me like uh you're not naming my baby these names. <laughs> but <laughs> so yeah. Jabray's actually your middle name. Yeah, Jabray's my middle name. It's Cortland, It's Cortland, It's literally Cortland Jabray Edwards. That's awesome. the full full name. <laughs> so that's not even a stage name. That's just a real name. Man. I, bro, I never knew that. I yeah, never bro, asked the question. So bro, I'm glad I did. Bro, it's it's on it's, it is on here. It is, <laughs> like it's on the license. Uh oh, it's on the license, gang. Cortland Jabray. It's, it's, bla it's blurred out on the camera. But let's leave it that way so you don't get your identity catfished. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to give away too much right now. Get you in trouble you're we're gonna publish the podcast and a month later you'll be like man can you take that down like, i got things hitting my credit score that's not <laughs> that's not right right now <laughs> man and his uh, i'm just clowning y'all have people have and it seems like i mean it's it's stuck do people do people like catch on with the name? I mean, obviously you've been able to make a catchphrase out of it, you know, <laughs> just Jabray by the way, like, Jabray you know, it way. just, it just all flows together. Yo. And it just kind of happened like that. Like I never tried to force anything with the names and the nicknames. Like I did when I was younger like, you know, everybody used to call me, you know, CG what to do. And mm -hmm. I couldn't tell you even where that came from. Uh, actually it came from my little brother, Julio Rizzo. He, he used to say, what to do? What to do? He used to call me what to do. And <laughs> in basketball, everybody called me CG. Uh -huh. So the two names kind of just came together. Um, but from there, I was like, yo, I just need to leave that there in the past and let that be the young name. I yeah. said, I have to, it, it won't co like cross over with, with what I'm doing today. Yeah. So I was like, yo, I'm going to just use my regular name. Because um, I, I would always get people saying, yo, your name's Cortland. That's pretty cool. And I was, I would, I didn't think it was cool. I was yeah. like, what? I guess it's just my <laughs> name. And the more and more people that heard my me say Jabray, especially the girls, oh, your name's Jabray. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. Is that French? I'd be like, yeah. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> now that you mentioned, you know, that. now that you mentioned it, baby. <laughs> nah, but you know, it was just, it just got to a point where. Uh, I started doing more R&B music, and I I studied you know a lot of the top you know R&B acts, and you know it's just Michael Jackson, Frank Ocean, you know Marvin Gaye. It's uh -huh. like I'm just gonna keep my name, yeah. Portland Jabray. This is simple. <laughs> I mean, dude, it's I mean it's almost like you you were you you were born into it, man. I mean, sometimes you just <laughs> get that name where you're supposed to be that kind of a star with it, man. It's like, hey. and if you were like you know Cortland whatever you know that, that it wouldn't it just wouldn't have had the same flow and you'd be sitting out here going you know i've got all this talent but i just don't have the name what's going on here and i don't know man i just it's funny how those things just work out that's what's up hey hey <laughs> shout out to my moms and my auntie for the name <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, the name is Cortland Jabray for episode 60 of the WTF Carbondale podcast, where we talk to interesting people about their interesting lives. And we tie it all back to this little old place we call home, Carbondale, Illinois. Um, But man, while this is home, you're all over the place. But let's let's, let's talk Carbondale first, and we'll get into the all over the place and exciting stuff that you're doing here in a bit. But you're you're like me. You're Carbondale born and raised, generations back, and and all that. Like, and that... That means something, man. I appreciate you always carrying this place with you wherever you go. Yes, sir. Always, man. Carbondale is is me. I wouldn't be who I am today if I wasn't in Carbondale. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's such a special place to me because when I go other places, I love the fact that I say, y'all from Carbondale. They go, what? I go, Carbondale, Illinois. Chicago? No. Carbondale, <laughs> Illinois. They go, I, I don't think I know. And it's funny but they actually do know. Yeah. I go, I go. yeah, you know uh, SIU. They go, SIUC, Salukis. They were like, oh, oh, I thought that was in Chicago. Right. Nah, baby, that's in Carbondale. And they're like, and they're like <laughs> you know, I went and there once, like, man. Yes, that is the main thing. They go, yo, we used to party there, man. <laughs> I knew I knew this professor guy and my homies. It was like, I've, I've actually ran into, on a flight to Vegas, I sat next to a professor that um, he taught, and I think he said it was like 1995 or something at uh-huh. SIU. And I was like, what? Like, that's it's such a, it's crazy to me. It, it's a lot of people that actually come through Carbondale. More people than you think yeah. come through Carbondale and have touched Carbondale, man. So Carbondale is like a, it's a legendary little place, man. Like, we we lit, man. Yeah. And you, <laughs> I and you love really it. can touch on to to everybody. It's so funny, the, the podcast that I was just cutting with um, one of my one of my comedian uh, friends, Thomas, he was talking about um, doing comedy in the back room at Long Branch in like the early two thousands, and yeah. like you know making making fun or like talking to Hannibal Burris, and like just now realizing after all these years, it's like oh my god, did I really <laughs> perform comedy decade? You know what is almost two decades ago with Hannibal Burris in Carbondale? Yeah. And the answer is yeah, dude, you did. Yeah, man. Carbondale is crazy, man. I, I, I mean, even Drake coming here way back in the day. So is that is and I he was this his first like U.S. performance? That's always kind of the legend, but I wasn't sure if that was the actual case. Uh, like this I, is his very first. I, honestly, I I actually don't know if that if that's true or not. You know what I mean? But we gonna snap in and say it was. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Drizzy Drake came here first <laughs> before he was anything. I mean, it was the same that we had we had Black Eyed Peas and man. I mean, you know, if you Ken, if Kendrick you Lamar, Kendrick, way... Kendrick Lamar came down. Oh, uh, dude, I remember during, that, that... during Section Eighty, like that was crazy, yeah. bro. What? That that I remember that concert because the so the the Adult Swim, uh, the like the people that were doing the Adult Swim block party like yeah. linked up with me because they wanted some they wanted some quattros to like give away, <laughs> so they were like running around quattros. giving away pizza oh, and like Kendrick was like on stage and it starts raining and like all the rides yep, and like yep, the t shirt yep. stuff and whatever they were doing like starts shutting down and he's just like forget it, man, we're going hard. And he Let's just starts go. going. He's like, and then, you know, early on in Kendrick's, you know, er, early, er, right. I don't know how early on in his career, but the reality was like, he came out on stage. He was like, listen, man, I know it's raining. I know this is a small town. There's not, you know, tens of thousands of people here, but he's like, you guys are giving me the energy. Like I've never yep. had before to show. Yep. And Kendrick, and, and speaking of Kendrick, man, out of everybody that I've worked with and everybody that I've you know, ran into, Kendrick Lamar has to be the, the most humblest person I've ever met in my life yeah like he is such a good guy like when i met kendrick i was like 
I was like, oh, snaps. I was like, because I don't really get starstruck. You know, I just be like, yeah. oh, okay, what up? Yeah, you got yeah. you got to play the game. Like, yeah, I was like, what like, up, dude? Oh, and everybody you see. But Kendrick, man, I'm not going to lie. That's one of my favorite rappers. <laughs> I, I, I study that guy, you know. And so when I seen him, I was, uh, it was crazy because I was signed to uh, Entertainment One at the time. And mm -hmm. we was doing the show in New York at the Blitz. And I was sitting at the top of the stairs. I walked in with the label. He walked in with, with TDE. Everybody had the TDE jackets on, you know, and I, I'm walking through my, my label. I'm thinking like, yeah, yeah, I'm a superstar too. And then I look down the steps and I see him and I'm like, oh, I'm like, yo, that's Kendrick. And I, I, just, I couldn't hold it in. I go, K-Dot. And then I was like, oh man, maybe I shouldn't have did that, man. I said, that's kind of lame. I said, damn. But then, but then he looked at me and was like, Yo, what up? And I was like, <laughs> so you talking to me? He was like, what up? I was like, Psh. he reached out, like he was trying to give me like some dap. And I was like, man, I shook his hand. He pulled me through the crowd off the steps and gave me like a, a hug. I was yeah. like, what up, bro? And I was like, all right, bro. I know we got very little time, but I got to tell you, bro. I appreciate everything you've done for us, the community. I love your lyrics. I study your, your beats. I said, man, you, you're the greatest. You know, man, this is a moment for me, man. I'm excited. I said, I got my label here. I just got signed. I'm about to go perform. I was like, man, you, you can watch me. And he was just like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to sit here and chill. I said, can I take a picture? He was like, for sure. And I was like, man, I'm just trying to be great like you. He was like, he touched my shoulder and was like, be better. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, I said, I'm gonna work on it. <laughs> I'm, I'm pushing towards it, man. I'm trying to be great like you, if not better, man. I'm trying to like be one of the greatest, you know. It was just cool to just see him be so humble, man, and just show show that type of that type of love. So it just made me respect him even more as an artist. So when I listen to his music and he says these genuine things about his city and how he feels about what's going on in the world, I know it's actually coming from a genuine place because he was genuine with me in person. Like he, like I've had celebrities, I ain't gonna say their names. Yeah, but, there you go. There you you go. know, it's like, <laughs> no, man, I don't want to take no pictures. Uh, who are you? And I'd be like, Oh man, I looked up to you, man. Or just treat, treat me like, like crap. And I'm like, damn bro, I thought you was cooler than that, man. So, Kendrick, respect, bro. I appreciate you, big dog. Well, that's good, man, because that, that keeps it on you to, like, hold that line. Yeah, man. As you make the steps. Most definitely. In your career. Most definitely. Most definitely learn some stuff from Kendrick by watching him move around and even just speaking to people from a distance. I was watching him. I'm like, man, he just, he just know how to carry himself. He carries himself very well. Man. I look up to that guy. That's cool. <laughs> and, you know, it's... Especially from somebody like yourself who's got a unique view on, you know, industry work. Because not everybody yeah. starts out when they're like 13, 14 years old yeah. in this. And that's that was where you jumped off into yeah. the music industry, right? It was like... Yep, it was... Uh, I started I started doing music like at like 12. Because I had... Um, Basically, my I had told my dad because I, I, I was play, I was playing basketball and I thought that hey I'm gonna be this basketball star oh <laughs> you know what I mean I was playing basketball with my boy Dre Dre Payne shout out to Dre Payne that's my boy you know like Chuck Brent Brandon Reno you know what I'm saying we all out there balling you know Tyree like we we just balling you know you just what I mean? a bunch of dudes that are better than you at basketball. Oh uh, yeah, they way they, <laughs> they way better than me. They know that Bruce Barrett, hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, these is these is ball players. <laughs> they know me. 
Just I'm just gonna jump and get the ball. Right. That was what I was good for. I was I was the, I was a short dude that could jump super high, and they was just like, "Hey, Corlin, just get the rebounds." I said, "I can do that. <laughs> I can do that. I can do that." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that, the, like the basketball thing just kind of it turned it turned into just having fun at Addicts and doing more music when I met La Action, and 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 I was like, "Yo, so." This is cool, and we was just playing around in the garage. Like it was, we wasn't taking it serious. We had yeah. a we had a cassette tape, and we would like press record. We had two earbuds, and we would twist the earbuds up, and we taped them up, and we put it in the in the microphone jack. So we was we had the headphones in here like this. <laughs> so we was rapping in headphones on tape, bro. And we thought it was the coolest thing ever. And I was like, yo, we rapping on tape. And then my my dad introduced me to his friend Robert, uh, actually down the street, and um, he had a little studio. And he goes, "Man, son, you I, I can take you over there. You can actually make a CD instead of a tape." And I was like, "We can be on a CD." Yeah. I think at the time I'm thinking like, "Yo, we finna make a CD. We finna get famous." Like I was like, "This is it." <laughs> so we go over there, man, and it was the craziest experience to this day. I've ever had a recording he put the cd in we had one mic we had one microphone and he says hey man y'all remember y'all songs we go yeah he said all right i got a i got a blank cd and i got the cd with y'all beats on it he said when i press record everything's going to be recording over onto this blank cd the beats and y'all vocals and we was like so we just got to sing it straight through on this one mic he was like yeah I was like, I ain't never recorded. Uh, I'm like, okay, maybe this is how it go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still have that CD to this day. It is so funny. We up in there with sounding like the chipmunks. I never been a hey, yeah. I just want my name, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Like it was so funny, bro. <laughs> and I kept I kept laughing because I I was messing up. Everybody else was so serious. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, I couldn't take it. I was, it was so funny to me. So you can hear me in the background like, man, it, oh, <laughs> laughing on the CD. <laughs> and it was like, we had five beats on there. So like one after, like as soon as the, the first song was over with, the second song would come in. And we was like, boy, <laughs> and it would go into the next song. We was like, dang, we got to sing. We sang from track one to six all the way through on one record to get that CD all the way through. That was crazy. Man, and yeah. that's, yeah, and, then, and now you look at it now and you're like, hold on. That's not how this recording thing works at nah, all. Nah, man. <laughs> I, I look at it nowadays and I, I'm like, yo, I can just plug it in. I'm a bloop next, bloop next, bloop. All right, I'm gonna edit that, chop it up, cause that's you know that's what I do, man. I, I engineer everybody in Carbondale. That's that I, to me that's my gift. Back to Carbondale is is what I've learned um, with the sound of the industry, and I want to give it to the people in Carbondale that I know have the talent that can't drive all the way to Atlanta and yeah. pay you know ninety eighty bucks per hour yeah. for these studio sets. You know, it's just like, man, bro, just come, just give me a little something-something and I'm going to give y'all that high-quality sound. And, uh, I mean, I, I record everybody. That's what I do, you that's know. That's it, man. Yeah. I mean, and that's, you know, that's, it's it's very in line. That's part of what the, what this podcast is. That's part of what, you know, just the work in this place is. It's like you got to, if you want to succeed, like, in a 
community of folks. Like you got to be willing to give yourself up yeah. to everybody because the only way they're going to get better is if like you being as good as what you do gets shared with them. Like if you were to be like, no, I'm gonna, it's going to cost you this and it's going to be that. Yeah. And I'm not gonna, yep. you know, you, you better, you better work with me like this. It's like, that's that people aren't around. You aren't going to be able to get better. And then, you know, you just leave it all behind. So Facts. thanks for not leaving it all behind. Nah, man, this, I, I, <laughs> I've I've even taught some people, you know, how to engineer themselves. I tell people all the time, they go, yo, man, I need you, man. I need you to come back to Carbon so you can record me. And I go, hey, man, I'm going to give you a gym. You should actually try to learn how to record yourself. It's not it's, it's not difficult. You know, you'll watch me record you, and I, it, it, I'll give you the the sauce, bro. I, I'm not a person that hides the sauce. Yeah. You know, I've been around people that – have dropped so many, so many gems on me that I'm just like, were you supposed to tell me that? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You know, and, and throughout my career, I always tell people that that's how I was blessed to be where I'm at is, is being a good person to other people yeah. and just not being stingy with the blessings that I've received. It's like, yo, bro, if I receive the blessing and I can give it to you, you know, without hurting myself, why not just give you the blessing, bro? Yeah. You know, so when I sit in the studio with people, I go, oh, yo, this is how you do this. And this is how this works. And this is why I'm doing this with your vocals. Some of the people get it. Some of the people don't. You know, some of the people, well, not that they don't get it. They don't care to get it. They yeah. be like, yeah, 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 man. Just press record. Just give me my song. <laughs> but then I have some people like Dylan Conway, mm -hmm. which is a, a, a super dope guy out here, goes to SIU. Um, he watched me. And he said, hey, man, I think I want to try to record myself after, like, five sessions with me. And I said, all right, for sure, bro. I told him what to go do, told him what to go get, told him how to work it. To this day, man, he's recording people on his own now, quit his job. He's like, yo, bro, I'm an engineer now. I said, good job, bro. That's what you're supposed to do, man. You're welcome. Yeah. I don't I don't care to give away the sauce, man. Just well, And there's enough room <laughs> yeah, for man. that here. You know, I, yeah. I don't know what it's like, you know, to, to compete in you know bigger cities where everybody's got elbows and trying to get you out of the way so that they can get to the front of the line yeah. but in a place like this it's like hey if you put on for here and you put this place on the map all of a sudden everybody can come along with you yep. and now like you run the show here you don't have to worry about oh is there somebody else out here trying to you know gobble me up as i'm trying to fight through and, and make my name in industry so yeah. i i think that's to, to me it's it's the the benefit of kind of that small town space is like, it really is big enough for everybody to succeed in. Yes, sir. Key so word. You get, you get that from, uh, you get kind of that, that willingness to share and, and support people from, from your family, like your parents, grandparents and all that. Does that, does that kind of come naturally? Most, most definitely my mom. Happy mother's day too. Happy Mother's Day. It'll be it'll be it'll be probably about two weeks before I release the podcast, but hey. the podcast will say like filmed May 9th. So Boom. people know like Boom. Mother's Day. <laughs> uh but yeah, my mom, she's a she's a sweetheart, man. And my grandmothers, like they're the sweethearts, my my aunts, uh, you know. i I'm a, I'm around a lot of um beautiful goddesses and they know how to treat people and they've taught me how to treat people, how to speak to people, how, you know. They taught me that uh, the energy you give is the energy that you get back. Yeah. So it's like I always keep that in my, my mom drilled that in my head uh, as a kid. You know, the energy you give is the energy you receive. And I'm like, okay. But like growing up, it's like it's really the truth, man. When 
the energy you give is the energy you receive, <laughs> man. Yeah. So I just try to make sure, like, sometimes it can be overwhelming because I, I try to over, over give my energy, mm -hmm. you know. And it's not that I'm trying to over receive. It's just that it's like, man, I I just want to, I'm just, I want to do good to everybody. Like, yo, like I, I sit on, on the phone with some of my friends from high school while I'm in the studio for 30 minutes knowing I should be paying attention to the songwriting session that we're in with these big artists. <laughs> but I just, you know, just because they can be like, man, I was on FaceTime with him, talking to him, man. He was in the studio. He, he yeah. gave me some of his time, man. Like, I just try to, I try to do as much as I can for everybody, man. Uh, and most people don't forget that, man. I yeah. mean, in, in 50 years, when we're all old and gray <laughs> and like yeah. we're having conversations like our grandparents had, <laughs> you know, what, like what they talk about now or, or then is what we're talking about in, in 50 years from now. Like, and there's going to be a paper trail. It's going to be like, oh yeah. man, remember this beat that Cortland made for me back yeah, in the day? Or right you'll hear something that I made because Cortland inspired me to that's go to that up. next level. And Man, I, I can't wait to hear those, those type of stories, man. You know, that's going to be really cool, bro. Just a rocking chair and, and a glass of lemonade. Oh, country time. Yes, anyway. sir. Oh, Three man. big ice cubes in it. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, when you, when you first, when you, I mean, cause you're, when you blew up in the late 2000s, there wasn't really like a, a knowing thing of like what going viral was mm -mm. then. Yeah. Like going viral in 2007 and 8 was rare um like you gotta think people and it's crazy to even say this out loud people weren't even hip to youtube yeah like youtube <laughs> was only a couple years old then. youtube was a, like you would say youtube people would go what is that it's crazy not to think that now but right. it's like we would tell people yo we got a video on youtube check it out they'd be like what <laughs> what is how, how do i even do that and so it was crazy, uh, the beginning of the time, uh, doing those songs and videos on YouTube and watching the, the numbers grow. You know, we never even, the first time we hit a thousand views on MySpace and, 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 and YouTube, we was like, this is it. We, we it. hit a thousand plays on MySpace. We're famous. <laughs> We're famous. Like, you know, like, and, and, What's the crazy thing about it was we was dropping songs and we, it was a thing called SoundClick.com back uh -huh. in the day, and Soldier Boy was like the main guy on SoundClick, you know, back in the day. He was like, he had a manager, he had all these things that all these all these other upcoming artists was like, yo, how he got a manager? Like, how does how is he making music videos? Like, what? How is he doing this stuff? Yeah. You know, like we never we didn't understand it, but we was just like, yo, whatever, we just gonna keep dropping our music on SoundClick.com, and um. Uh, we our music actually started to get in the top tens. Like Soldier be Soldier Boy be like number two, we'd be number five, and then he'd be number one, and then we'd be number two, then we'd be number one, and then he'd be number two. It was just like we was just going back and forth with Soldier Boy. We was like, we was like, yo, we don't know who the Soldier Boy guy is, but yo, we gotta keep dropping records, man. You know. So one one day it was actually, and I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say it on wax. It was 2005, 2006. We dropped Crank That Batman in 2006. <laughs> Nobody had dropped the Crank That song ever. 
Wait, so you guys were before ever there there you guys were before crank that super I put it on wax, bro. <laughs> it's on record. Damn. Yeah. We dropped it first. I thought it was whack. I was like, man. <laughs> we was making we at the time we was making like we was looking up to Lil John. We was yeah. making crunk music. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I want to be like Lil John. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I want to shake my dress and, and kick over a chair or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> what makes me laugh most of all now is like, cause now like Cortland now is like smooth. I'm a smooth R&B, R&B guy. Like, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> God damn. Hey, but it's like I can't I can't run away from the, that inner side of me. Like I'm like I love like Travis Scott's music and Mosh Pitting. Like yeah. if I could, that would be me. Like you see my tattoos. Like yeah. that's really the inside of me. But it's like. <laughs> but um, but no, nah, but yeah, man. Uh, when we had dropped the record first, I was like, "Yo, man, take that off, man." I was like, uh, "We can make something better." So we took it off. We took it off of SoundClick. Oh, you mean you missed? You <laughs> missed? We took it off of SoundClick, bro. Fuck. And I kid you not, out of nowhere, yo, boom, boom, boom. I said. I said, yo! Whoa! I said, we gotta put Crank That Batman back out right now. Yeah. And literally, man, we put Crank That Batman back out, and the rest is history, bro. So it's one of the things where it's like, you can't even be mad at Soldier, man. It's just yeah. like, hey, man, he was, he, it's like today. You see the trend, you go with the vibe, you know, Soldier. And, and, and Crank That wasn't even the thing that we made up. Crank That is something that was happening in Atlanta. Crank That, because you we in Carbondale, so yeah. a lot of people don't know if you're not from Atlanta. Like, I, I'm, I was in Atlanta a lot. Yeah. It's really like my second hometown. I got a crib out there. That's where I'm at all the time. Nice. That's but, good to know. So if I ever try and, like, meander on out to Atlanta, I am calling. Holla at me. But Crank That was a thing that was already being said like a, a normal everyday word in Atlanta like yeah. yo we finna, we finna crank that up tonight like we finna go it was just a word people said even Yule that word was a it's an Atlanta word people was saying that Soulja Boy was like oh okay bet I'm finna go with the flow yeah. like it was already songs out it was even a crank that song out by a player C called crank that spider-man before like just in the streets like mm-hmm. so we was all just like man all right bet let's let's do it you know but Soulja Boy, his 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 crank that blew up first. Let's just put it like that. <laughs> That's, it. That's uh, it. But but it was all it was all cool though, man. But because of him going viral for the for the first time on YouTube, like mm-hmm. nobody had ever seen anybody go viral, and we we went viral second. It was just like shout out to DJ Southside and and and, and JT and CJ and Keith. They made. A video dancing to crank that Batman mm-hmm. in front of their house, big long white tees, and that was. Well, I, the f- I, I remember. I, I like. I can think of like the the crank that Batman music video. Now the giant baggy <laughs> jean shorts. Why? The why big- <laughs> were we wearing three X T shirts, and we were and we only weighed a hundred and thirty pounds? <laughs> like what was we doing? Yo, and we had fun though. Uh. But that was the first time we ever seen um, our views go from. A thousand or two thousand views to 
we woke up in the morning and we say, yo, we got 20,000 views on YouTube from them dancing. And we was like, I think we finna blow up. The next day it went from 20 to 30. And I said, bro, we did 10,000 views in one day. By the end of the week, we were almost at 300,000 views, five new videos of people doing the dance. And then they hit me. I said, yo, guys, I think this, this is happening. Yeah. This is happening. We went to Atlanta. We met up with my, our first manager, DJ Smalls, rest in peace. Uh, and he, he, we, we went hard. He, we had boxes of CDs with Crank That Batman on, on, on the CD. Mm -hmm. We was in the malls passing out CDs in front of Cumberland Mall in Atlanta. All of us in, with spray-painted T-shirts in the parking lot before people could go into the mall like, hey, 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 check us out, man. We was dancing, <laughs> and our manager was passing out CDs. We have a crowd of people and kids clapping and like taking CDs for free. And and it was we we would do that like every day. We was really putting in groundwork. We was outside the radio, Greg Street, like trying to get them to listen to us, which they didn't listen to us. But did you late, feel like late, you had people looking out for you the whole time? I had angels above looking out for me, most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean that's a that's a real question, right? Because when you're when you're young and you're getting into this, like it's real easy to be like to get to get exploited for your raw talent that's that you're bringing forward. That's true cuz I didn't I didn't even know what was going on. Like my dad was even like, "Yo, who is this smallest guy that wants to manage you?" cuz he hit us up on MySpace and we was like, mm, he want to manage us. Let's try." Yeah. You know, my dad was being a dad yeah. like he's supposed to be. Absolutely. But I also um salute my my dad for saying, "Hey man, you got to try." So, yeah. I'm gonna let you go to Atlanta. My son, with these people that I don't know, he said, I'm going to let you go. But yeah, he said, but when you get out there, just know I got, I got, I got a couple people out there that's, you know, if you need to call, <laughs> you, you, call. you can call. I'm like, <laughs> at the time I was like, huh? Later on, I was, <laughs> later on, I was like, oh, oh I got it. All right. <laughs> for sure, OG. <laughs> but uh, being that, everything was fun. It was cool, man. We had a great time. Like. That was like, people don't understand, like, when Crank That Batman, they think it was just viral. Like, nah, like, it wasn't just viral. It was blowing up on YouTube, but what took it over the edge is that we did real groundwork. We was really in Atlanta, yeah. spray-painted T-shirts, dancing in front of schools, dancing in front of, you know, the malls, and going to these teen clubs. Back in the day, they had, like, teen, teen events, you know, you, you, mm -hmm. you couldn't get in if you was over 18. Yeah. It was just kids. We was in there dancing, having fun, putting picnic tables together and putting a cloth around it like it was a stage. You know what I mean? <laughs> like we was having a, it was crazy, bro. It was what, crazy. Uh, what has it been like? I mean, cause that's, you know, it, that's a lot of, <clears throat> that's a lot of energy right off the bat. Yeah. And then to like start hitting the ups and the downs and the ebbs and the flows. Cause now, I mean, at mm -hmm. this point, what if you guys were it's been 15 plus years in the yeah. business doing this now. Yeah, man. You know, like it, what, what has it been like to like manage the expectations, the ups and the downs and the, you know, like always staying focused on so long as I know what my outcome is, what I want my outcome to be like, mm -hmm. I'll get there. Like, has that, uh, sorry, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, has, has that been, has that been just part of the process? Like I, you know, I, I'll, whether I'm, whether I'm at the top, in the middle, at the bottom, wherever I'm at, like at any given point in time, like I'm staying focused on we're going to make the achievement in the long run. Yeah. 
staying focused is always um, a, a key thing because when you you're in the industry like I've been in the industry and you feel like man I've I've made it to a place where not many people can go mm-hmm. and then even when we got there it still felt like this like look at look at Beyonce like how does she get way up there like we got to get up there we we're here we we trying to do that but <laughs> even but it, but then it it goes back to other people looking at us like dang they got there yeah. how can we get there so it's just like a it's always like a a a, a step in a process but going through those ups and downs man um, it it definitely messes up your sometimes it can mess mess with you in the inside cuz you're like dang man like why isn't this happening for me? Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. But I always tell like my friends and like my little brother, like, yo, it's nothing happens overnight. You know what I mean? So you actually have to continue to work. Mm-hmm. You like, yo, but I put this out and there's nothing happening. And next, keep going. <laughs> you know, because well, in my process, um, I actually went through a uh I can I can say say it honestly, man. I was I was depressed, bro. Like yeah. I was like, yo, I just lost my record deal with Crank the Batman. Like, yo, like it's over. You know what I mean? They, like they hit they hit us and was like, yo, you know, when you got a another hit, just just call us. And we was like, uh, we didn't even know what we did the first time. We was yeah. just making music, bro. So and it was for them. It was just business, but it was just like reality hit. Like you can have it all and have it all literally taken away from you if you don't know what's going on. And we didn't know what was going on. Like We didn't have people around us that ever did this before. All this was new. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went through a stage where I kind of kind of gave up a little bit, bro. Like mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I was working at Compact, bro. Like, <laughs> you know, I was, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I don't know. But in the midst of that, I was still making music yeah. by myself in my room. <laughs> getting better, learning. But I never put any of this stuff out, though. Mm-hmm. I was just working my job. So to me, in my head, I was like, yeah, whatever. It's, I don't know, man. I don't know what I'm <laughs> going to do, you know. And then one day I was like, I was like, yo, <coughs> I got to I gotta get out there. I got to get it in. You know what I mean? Because I had tried to, like, after the Crank That Batman thing had went down, I tried to do something in, at, right after that. And yeah. all of that that I tried to do didn't even work. So yeah. I'm not, I can't even talk about that story. Like, <laughs> But the the golden the golden um, truth is during the compact time, that was when I said, "Yo, I started to get myself right mentally," and I was like, "Yo, I gotta get back in the game. Like I've I've made it before, so I can do it again." Yeah, that was the motto, and that's still my motto to this day. If I did it once, I can do it again. That's well, and it. you've I mean, it, correct me if I'm wrong. You've picked up Grammy noms on the back end being a songwriter, right? Four or two? <laughs> just one. All right, just one. All right, cool. But, but, <laughs> I, went, and I was like, man, you show me a lot of fingers, and I don't know. Oh, no, that count. was just me saying, hey. <laughs> but, oh, and with that was, um, we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't get it, but we got inside of the Grammy poll, uh-huh. like, to be, like, nominated. So even if we didn't get it, it doesn't matter to me. To yeah. me, personally, I won. Yeah. I won because it was like, who can say, yo, I, even, I got into the Grammy list yeah. of people to be chosen to win a Grammy. I won to myself. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like that was cool. I mean, you can't you can't underscore. I mean, you can't you can't downplay any of this stuff, man. Because like yes, you said, sir. it's the growth. 
Yeah. Right. It gets you it everything is part of that story. And like that, you know, that's the other thing. Some of these people that do blow up overnight, like the select few that it's like they go from zero to a hundred miles an hour. It's like there's there's not there's not all of that backstory. There's not that like you know, so you know, something that people latch on to, like that grit and determination that they go, Oh man, you know, Cortland stayed in this for for you know years and look where he was able to get himself to like yeah. that's you know that's what I'm attached to you know they, when they see somebody just go oh well you know oh now I'm now they're famous now that it's like man they they yeah. a star can burn out just as easily as it can light up right and the difference is knowing how to juggle that and maintain it which is where yeah. you're at now because mm-hmm. I mean I, I see all the Facebook posts and the <laughs> and like the you know the the Instagram posts and like you, <clears throat> what you've got going on and I see you in the studio with like real name people doing real stuff like yeah, holding these people up and like getting them to the next level all the meanwhile keeping your eye on yourself just yeah. the same like it's impressive man it's 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 i appreciate it it's a, it's a little tough sometimes man i have my days man and you know where i'll be like yo like what's going on but like i said I go back going back to what i was saying earlier like if i did it once i could do it again yeah stay focused and just continue to stay it's focused staying focused and staying consistent man like as soon as you slip up and you chill you you hurting yourself. Yeah. But if you wake up and you go, I'm doing this today, I'm doing this today, and you plant all these seeds. Like I, my motto is, man, I'm I just want to wake up and plant a bunch of seeds. Because mm-hmm. when I go to Atlanta, and L.A., and Seattle, and I'm moving around and I'm doing all this stuff, I'm planting seeds, and then I just water them. I just keep watering them over time. But then I'm just waiting, and then as I'm waiting, I'm working, and then I plant another seed. Then I go up. Oh. Oh, that one's growing. Oh, look at that one growing right there. Oh, look at all these. Look at all. Oh, yeah. Everything is just, 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 it just grows over time. Sometimes I forget about a seed that I planted, yeah. right? A year later, hey, yo, uh, you know, Justin Bieber wants that record. And I'm not saying, you know, Justin Bieber took yeah, the record. Uh, I'm just saying, exactly, ho- hopefully exactly. he does. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the type of stuff that happens. Yeah. You know, it's just like, what? For real, I forgot all about that. That was like a year ago. Yeah, man, he wants to use that song. Let's go. So staying consistent catches up with you sometimes yeah. too. You know what I mean? Uh, man, you just gotta... you st- you're still able to eat off of it. That's yeah, man. that more than anything, man. What what is what is the dream for anybody just to be able to eat off of the stuff that they love? Yeah, man. And do that the, work. The, the main, Spe- the... Speaking of seeds, Jabray Mondays. Uh-oh. What inspired that? Like, where did that yeah, come yeah, from? Because, dude, it was like, it was a, all of a sudden one day you're just dropping these things every week, these killer videos, and yeah. like remixing <coughs> people's stuff and like really getting the attention from. It. I mean, they were phenomenal, phenomenal oh, pieces. Man, I, I appreciate that. Uh, so, <clears throat> what happened with Your Brain Monday was me and my manager Rudy, we had a plan before COVID hit. Like we had this mapped out. We knew exactly where we were going to go, how we were going to do these things, and COVID hit. Boom! And we <laughs> said, okay. That messed up everything. Uh-huh. No LA trips. None of that. We was like, okay. Re-eva- <laughs> reevaluate. And I was listening to, to some of my remixes, and Rudy goes, so you, should, you should do another. You should do another remix. I was like, I was like, yeah, I guess I can just remix and just drop one. You know, I dropped one, and then we got a good reaction from it. And I was like, I bet you I can do it every Monday. And Rudy goes, 
<laughs> show me. I was like, man, don't test me, Rudy. I do it every Monday. And it, it turned into like every Monday. And then it's because, we you know, we couldn't do nothing from COVID. So I, yeah. I couldn't go shoot no video. So I would literally just set my phone up in my, my basement, my girl's basement. You know what I'm saying? And I was just making videos in there. And then it turned into, man, I'm going to just go outside and shoot videos. You know, I can, I can at least go outside, yeah. you know, start shooting videos. And the, the first video we did outside, I said, yo, we got to take it there. If we're going to do this one, everybody's in COVID, we got to give them a show. <laughs> it, was the, it was the dopest video. And actually the one that got the most um, attention yeah. was the Ja Rule remix. <laughs> And man, did it get some attention. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know. Cause I, I do was, know. I was, I call, I was calling you. I'm like, yo, Nate, yo, what's know. going on, bro? <laughs> <laughs> so do, do, do you you want to tell it or, you, or I'm telling Here, it? Here's, 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 here, you, you tell it, you elaborate, and then I'll reel it back down to earth a little bit. How's that sound? How's that sound? Let's go. So the the Ja Rule remix, man, what I did was I took all the Ja Rule's hottest songs that I thought personally, and I put them all in one one big song back to back. And I I freestyled and flowed through every single one until the end. And I said, yo, we got to shoot this video on Carbondale. We got to make it big. I want every, every time the song switch, boom, I want a different scene in Carbondale. Boom. And then I was like, at the last, the last song, I had bought this drone. And I said, man, I want to fly the drone over the whole east side where I'm from. I want people to see, like, this is where I'm from. Like, this is me, baby. So I said, the only place that I can think of <laughs> is the Irma Hayes. I said, in my head, I was like, yo, where can we even do this? At first, I was like, maybe we can go to the parking lot at the hospital and just kind of fly the drone over there and kind of, you know, chill. Yeah. I was like, nah. That's not happening. You, you're going to get up there for two seconds. They're going to go, hey, hey, hey. We got somebody on top of the hospital. Get, get, get him out of here. So we was like, nah, that's a no. And I was like, oh, yo. I said, the Irma C. Hayes is closed. I said, nobody's even over yeah, there. I said, we, I, said, yep. I said, we can just do what we used to do as kids, bro. Climb on the top, sit on the edge. Because we, we used to go, we used to climb on top of the Irma C. Hayes uh -huh. and literally just like watch the fireworks from the SIU on uh -huh. 4th of July. And we would just chill and watch as kids. That we, I did it so many times <laughs> <laughs> growing up that it was just like, it was nothing. And this was during the time that it, we knew it was open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Right. <laughs> so me thinking that it's closed, I see boarded up windows. I'm like, man, anybody over there, MC Hayes? Yo, we get up, we get up there on the roof. We got kids outside watching, clapping, excited, and we got the drone flying over the top. And I'm rapping and going, and I see this truck pull up, and I'm just thinking, like, come on, y'all, we 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 can we can wrap this up in like you know five minutes. And granted, before that though, the Carbondale police pulled up and already asked us like, hey, yo, what? What's going on, man? We said, hey, we're just shooting, we're just shooting a music video. Just gonna get some shots, man, and we're gonna get up out of here. He was like, all right. <laughs> and I, I, you know, he had explained to him, hey, yeah. this is not that type of video. We're not showing guns in the video. Yeah, we're yeah. not doing none of that type of stuff. This is, this is not that, bro. 
And he was like, hey, man, no problem. I see people out here watching you guys. You guys seem like good kids, man. He said, I'm going to do my little roundabout. By the time I come back, you should be cool. Because, you know, some people might be like, what's going on? I said, <laughs> I said, yo, by the time you do your roundabout, we should be done. He was like, bet. <laughs> we on the roof doing what we doing. And dude, dude, pull up. What y'all doing on that roof? <laughs> and I can't, I, the, the music, the music, not loud, but it's like up at a good pace yeah. to where I, mean, I can, the, I can, if, if I can hear. I don't even know, I don't even know, all I hear is, <laughs> he sound like Donald Duck. I'm like, I'm like, yo, what is that, bro? They like, hey, I think somebody's trying to tell us to get down. I said, all right, come on, let's wrap this up, bro. Because we was really done. Yeah. I said, we had already been up there for like, Seven minutes. I said, that's all I needed, bro. Yeah. It was like two two shots. And all of a sudden, bro, my, my guy goes, uh, hey, Corlin, I think we need to get down. And I'm <laughs> rapping like, huh? like what? And if you watch the video in the background, all you see is police pulling up. I'm like, all right, man, we might as well just, I'm, I'm almost done with the rap now. We might as well just finish it. Yeah finish it i see lights flashing the guys like come on man get down we like all right man we get down i'm thinking that they're just gonna tell us hey y'all can't do that you know blah 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 blah. like i had already talked to the officer and he yeah. was like yo y'all good just you know wrap it up yeah yo i get down and as soon as i get down i feel him doing this to my arm and i'm like i'm like hey what i'm like yo what what are you doing and you know me being black i'm like yeah, I'm just going ahead. I don't, yeah. want, no, I don't want no issue because he kind of got a look. I was like, hey, man. I was like, you know what, man? I'm mm -hmm. just going, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to chill. And he was like, yeah, you know, y'all under arrest for, I said, under arrest? <laughs> I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, what, what? Sir, why are we under arrest? Oh, <laughs> uh, you put on, you put on the white voice. <laughs> like, excuse me. Excuse, excuse me, me, sir. <laughs> Why are we under arrest? He was like, y'all was trespassing. I said, where is the trespass sign? Yeah. Because there wasn't no trespass sign. He was like, come on, man. Let's just. He said, but he was actually cool though. He was like, hey, man, let me just let's just go over here and yeah. talk it out, bro. It, it'll be fine. I was like. I would just follow, follow, you know, directions, man. And when I seen who it was that was upset, I'm looking at this guy like, dude, bro, you know me, you know, you know me, man. Me. Like from high school, you know, like you know me. You, I, I didn't even get in trouble in high school, bro. Like that was not even my thing, bro. I'm like, so why are you even giving me all this energy? <laughs> so I was like. At that point, that's when I got mad and my dad pulled up. You know, you can't really calm him, calm him down. I wasn't finna tell him to calm no, down. I'm like, no, <laughs> it I'm made like, for a good segment of the video, too. Man, he, he, wasn't he, giving, he wasn't messing he around. He wasn't man. messing around, man. <laughs> and that's why, I, that's when, at, at that point, I was like, man, you know what? I was like, yeah. I said, yeah. I'm in handcuffs. And I'm like, yeah, this, this video better go viral, too. It better go viral, too. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, we went through all of that, chopped the video up. I edited all of that stuff in there. Ja Rule took the video, posted the video on his page. My my Instagram went. <laughs> I was having, I, I had all kind of people hitting me up, bro. I, I, man, it was crazy. <laughs> it was super. It's still on his page right now. Yeah. yeah no, I mean, it'll, it'll be it'll be there forever. Like you got he, that. He, he like gotta, you got to keep and that. Man, and, and here's the deal, right? So I so I was 
Now, now, now I'll fill in on my side. <laughs> you, you put that in. Now I'll give my side on this. So I'm, I'm on the Irma C. Hayes center board at the time. And, uh, you know, we're, we, we were essentially closed. Right. So like when you came at me with like, Hey man, like it looked closed. It felt closed. I was like, yeah. Cause like I had been there like understanding and trying to work too. Well, what do we got to do to get this place? Yeah. Open, get things like that are worthwhile and meaningful for the kids going again. And that's, that's neither here nor there. That, that Saturday night, I get a text message from uh, the person who called the cops uh, to our, to our board saying <clears throat> that there were, that there were, I don't even remember how it was phrased. Those and, and I'm not going to pull the text message up cause I don't, I don't need to get that specific now, but I still have it. Um, that was like, you know, we had these, you know, these, these people throwing a party on the roof of the Irma Hayes center. Uh, like I think something about throwing beer bottles and some other wild stuff. Yeah, he, he it's he like, I called the police so and I, and, and here's, and here's specifically how it was phrased. This I do, uh, recall and, and, and could show proof. I was like, I told the cops to arrest these people, bro. Right. For and it's real like, though, bro, no, I was like, <laughs> what? He could have just been like, yo, <coughs> y'all can't do that. If y'all, if y'all, you know, do this again, I'm calling the police. Yeah. Or while the police was there, he could have been like, Hey man, I ain't going to, you know, arrest y'all or nothing. And this, that, that, that. it could just, it could have went several different, yeah. different ways, but that's not, what he was on. Like, no. He was on some straight Uncle Ruckus. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, I said it. So so I get a so I get a phone call the next day. Like I, I didn't pay too much mind. It was like, okay, cool. Well if somebody was like, yo, messing around doing some wild stuff and damaging it, like, okay, <laughs> cool. And then I get a phone call the next day uh from one of your friend's moms who was like, You're on the board. Do you know what's going on here? Like, <laughs> tell me, you know, can you help handle this? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like Oh my God. Like all of a sudden it starts coming all together. It's like Cortland was just up there shooting a music video. And this is the kind of like mess that we're trying to make around it. Not cool. Yeah, man. And so, you know me. Yeah. I do. Anyway, I do. So I, I, do so I, I that, that led to a whole string of events on, on my end with the Arma Hayes center, but neither here nor there on your guys in, I mean it, it, you know, it took what to like that happened in bro. It May was, or it, April, it was going. It was going on for a while, and then like, you guys didn't have your court date till like October, bruh. And then I the was, and then I forgot, like they, I, for, I forgot where I was. I think I was in L. A. Like yeah. when they when I did the the Zoom call, I think I yeah I was in L. A. Yeah, I mean I'm it was, I was so pissed because I I had to push back my studio session. Yeah, because I was like, uh, yo, I gotta do a Zoom call <laughs> with, with, with 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 the court, and everybody was like, oh. What you do, bro? I was like, nothing crazy, man. Just let's I, let's push it back to later. Yeah. I'm sitting in the hotel and I and I get on the call and I'm doing all of that and it was to me it was so funny because you know he was he was pulling out files like I didn't burn thermos EAs down or something. I'm I'm in the courtroom. I'm I'm on the call like, yo, this is what happened. A B C one two three. Yeah. They was laughing and yeah. was like, dismissed. I was like. Cool. Peace. Yeah, but who? I'm out. But here's the deal, though, because E Dog and who? Uh, it was E Dog and somebody else who was who were supposed to be there, and they didn't show up for the court call. So their original stuff got dropped, but then they got hit with more stuff because they didn't show up to the court call. How are you gonna do that? How are you gonna not show up to the court call where they're gonna drop all your stuff? 
don't even, <laughs> and then get hit even, with another fine. I don't even even I don't even know how that went down. <laughs> I was like, I was confused. I'm like, all right, uh, I guess it's dropped. We good, we good. It's dropped. It's dropped. That's it. That's it. It's dropped. Yeah. They ain't gotta worry about nothing. It's dropped. It's over with now. So that was it. We just moved. We just really just moved forward from it. Like, yeah. Everybody, nobody, everybody worry about that. <laughs> it's just, man. It's one of those things again. You know, I talked about. Oh, we'll be. You know, we'll be in our in our seventies, eighties, whatever years and years from now, talking about. You remember that time? Yeah. <laughs> it's, on, it's just it's one on, of those good stories, man. It's on video, man. I <sighs> I, I have fun. <laughs> that's it it was it was it was lit you can see it's on video we turned up <laughs> <laughs> i still think that that one of the things that 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 building needs is a full multimedia center where kids can show up yeah. learn how to run a camera yeah. learn how to run audio learn how to edit and do all of these critical crucial media activities that underpin our modern society Facts. and i i, I just Step by step, man. You know, I don't Amen. I don't care if it takes if, if, ten if, years or twenty years to make it happen. I'm gonna keep my eye on it and see where long, we can get it. If as long as you over there. Well, I'm I, they 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 kicked me off the board in October, uh, but that's a whole different story that well, we don't have to get into if if you kicked right off, now, if, right here, but if you, <laughs> if you kick if you kicked off the board, I'm kicked off the board. <laughs> <laughs> well, in all fairness, I did do some some I did I did I did kick our I, for, Long story short. Right. Uh, you don't even got to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, here here I was like, I'm not going to get into it, but here now I'm getting into it. So um, I leveraged the, the bylaws to to remove, uh, you know, a person from the from the board to clear away. But then, you know, that person had already kind of set up for more people to come on the board. And, it's you know, all, after hey, after I made my move, a move was made good. on me. And that it's, was that. It's, and it's you know all what? good. It's all. Hey, man, you, know? you 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 good people's, though. You yeah. know what I mean? And you got good people behind you. Yeah. So it's like. You, I'm definitely in your corner, so you already know where, where I'm headed and what you, I'm man. what I'm doing, man. So, <laughs> hey, we can we can make a Nathan Center. <coughs> so as we're as we're, no no we don't need it. No 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 God. You got me you got me messed up, Courtney. Oh my gosh! I'm done. I'm done, man. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> that no, that was legitimately one of my concerns though like with the organization was like okay i understood that you know transition activity needed to happen to the organization but like i didn't just want to be like oh i'm you know i'm the white guy now over the irma hayes center like <laughs> you know you know trying to trying to take power this that the other like that wasn't right man nah, like it's man. just it's just not that right that's it's it's meant for young kids in the northeast side to like have yep. an opportunity to like get yep. together and like yep. you know use resources from the community to like you know put themselves in a good position to do whatever they want to do, man. Yeah, because it, it, it definitely helped us growing up. Like, yeah, I was in the Urban Sea Hayes all the time. Like, even if I wasn't in there like studying or <gasps> excuse me You're doing good. anything like that, man, I will I will go up in there and just because a couple of my friends would be up in there studying or doing stuff. So sometimes I would just go up in there and just chill. And yeah. some of the teachers would be like, or the people that was in there was like, hey, yo, you know, if you want to come in here and just like work, it's fine. I'm yeah. like, all right. Yeah, so it was, it was just, it was a good place, man. Like for, for a lot of, a lot of work with, with kids, man. Yeah. Like we had, we had fun. Even, even some of the events was fun. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was where I did my first, 
first performance ever. It was at the Irma C. Hayes. Uh, like we, it was like some kind of, I don't know what kind of event it was, but you know everybody was like, "Yo, Corlin can rap, and Lil actually can rap. You should let them perform." Yeah. And I was like, "I ain't never performed, but we did. We did it in the Irma C. Hayes, man. First time I ever touched the mic and performed in front of people was in the Irma C. Hayes. So that's why the Irma C. Hayes got a, uh, you know, it's a special spot in my heart. Yeah. You know, that's why I, that was really why I wanted to get on that building and shoot the video and do all that stuff because it was it was way deeper than just you know showing carbon deal it was like yo that was where i performed first too so yeah. so when all that stuff went down to me in my head i was like of course it would it would go down like that and so I, yeah i get it <laughs> but but personally man i actually want to do something i'm gonna do something like that for the for for carbon deal once i get where i'm going yeah i want to be able to bring like those vibes to carbon deal again like and uh, not just for the east side but just for the whole, the whole Carbondale yeah. like in general like a, a, cent, a center like the Boys and Girls Club or something mm -hmm. like for these kids to go to and like just really really like figure out like you were saying like what is your talent yeah like what are you going to be good at and at, when you graduate from high school and it's just like okay I'm in the real world now what do I do <laughs> oh go have to, that talent no go, go to college and get in debt you know but, <laughs> But you know, it's like you can you can teach these kids now what they're good at. Cause like I tell I tell my girl all the time, like yo, I'm like your niece is gonna be creative when she grows up. Yeah. And she was like, why do you say that? I'm like, yo, when I'm with the kid, she's just like all over the place, like with her toys and all the stuff that she puts together. And I'll be like, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Like she's gonna be really creative. You know what I mean? I'm like these kids need to be in a place where they can freely. Yeah be creative and like there there is every everything that's here in town now serves a, a very a very good purpose right boys and girls club is a great example up until the pandemic <clears throat> my kids would go to boys and girls club mm -hmm. it was absolutely phenomenal right yeah like we don't have a bunch of money to pay for for child care like you know we're both working parents my my wife and i that like Yo, have the same struggles as anybody else does trying mm -hmm. to raise kids who doesn't have uh, a boatload of money. And so like having the Boys and Girls Club there as, an as, as a place that the kids can go mm -hmm. and grow into themselves is yep. like very important. But there is something about a very specific, you know, function of like, I, I intentionally want to not just provide a place for kids to be able to be comfortable, socialize and do their homework and like be fed and all, you know, all, you know, take care of all the, the basic needs, but like build a place where it's purpose built nurturing for talents. Yeah. Right. And yeah. that is, that is, a, you know, that's the that's difference the between kind of what we're talking about now and what currently exists, right. Yeah. Is that they're there that we need to be having space that is purposefully attempting to develop talents for people, for children that have identified like, Hey, this is where I want to go with. Yeah. Right now. So no, man. And, and I will, I will promise you this right here, right now. And, uh, uh, you know, put it, put it on record. You go do whatever you need to, wherever you need to do. And I will be that anchor here for you to pick up and run with that work I can't when you wait. need it to happen. I can't um, wait. Let's, let's touch on one more thing before we close out on this podcast. I think we, we've covered, we've covered all like, yeah, we, have you know, we haven't covered all the bases. <laughs> we covered a lot of the good bases on this, man. It's yeah. phenomenal. And this is, 
this is good. Maybe maybe on podcast like three hundred when you're like next level and like Fly, I can talk flying, to your agent and get, hey, get a hey, fly, flying you out. You know what I'm saying? Somewhere random in, in L.A. And like the hills, and we got it all decked out. I'll take that, we, man. Hey, look. I'll take that. I'm, I'm going to be like, yo, I'm only doing the interview if Nate do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I got, we got this. We got this white grand piano in the background. We, I'm just sipping like, yo, yeah, you know, we uh, just did like 4 million records sold. You know, 40 million. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can dream, man. It's on the way. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it really is, though. It really is. I mean, Cortland, you're, you're what now? I'm 29? Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, young and well. That's it. Dude, there's, there's just, uh, you know, and I, and I, you know, I, it's not until talking to, you know, folks that have been through some more stuff that they're like, man, you know, in your twenties, you're still a child in your thirties. You're still a child. Like, man. you know, it's, it's, I, I, I get it now. <laughs> yeah. I, th- to me, honestly, your thirties is going to be, is literally better than your twenties. Yeah. I'm putting in on wax. You've been you've been <laughs> you've been putting in the work, and now it's time to gain gain traction and, yeah. and like get some speed going. No, yeah, it's, man. it's there. I'm, I'm, um, I'm 25 though, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crank that Batman came out when I was seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, the the one thing that we talked about before the podcast um, that uh, that we hadn't touched on yet uh, that you said that I that I didn't know I think until you'd share with me is that your one of your grandmothers mm-hmm. was the first black employee with the city of Carbondale. Yes, my grandmother, uh, Virginia Edwards, she was the first black woman to get hired and work in um, Carbon at the Carbondale and Carbondale, the community Carbondale. You know, so it was pretty cool though. Like when I, I seen, I got the newspaper at home. Like uh-huh. we got it all like framed, at, framed for the city hall of Carbondale community, and it was like, oh man, like they gave her like an article. They got like. Little plaques when you go to the city hall and you see Virginia Edwards in there. It's just like, oh, man, you know, she was the first black lady to work up in here. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy to think of, like, just how close in time that all of these things are, right? People like to talk about, uh, you know, racism in uh, America as if it's some, like, foregone relic of the past. Right. That, you know, advancement for black folks in this country mm-hmm. is something that's just always been there it's like nah man like if it's literally just your grandma that was the first black woman to work at city hall like that's in your lifetime like you see that you engage with that and i admittedly i was gonna like try and close the podcast on that but there's another important thing that you that you did with your bray mondays and the work that you were doing um you know last summer when we were when we were having uh an abundance of marches in carbondale right like you Mm -hmm. you were making art around uh you know the black lives matter movement Uh, last summer and like to the point where uh, you know people that were able to take photos of you and what you were involved in uh, you know I I just I remember like somebody that that like ended up projected on the side of a building somewhere in Denver and I was like what yeah it's cool it's pretty pretty cool I I had everybody was tagging me was like yo they got your they got a picture they got your pictures from you performing like projected on this building for the be for the Black Lives Matter movement and I was like that's what's up. <laughs> like that was cool. Yeah, man. I just, I just, man, I just be trying to, you know, spread that love, man, and uplift my people, man, because we get you know, stepped on so much, man. So I just want to make sure, like these young kids that's watching me, you know, see that yo, I can do that, or you know, I can rise through all of this, man. Like that's why, I, that's why I do what I do, man. I, I do it for the youth, man. Yeah, I just need them to see, like, it's a better way. 
than whatever you've seen in Carbondale. You know what I mean? I've seen so many kids that I grew up with now that's grown just go completely left. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, that's not even your vibe, man. Like you never you wasn't even like that. Like you you was this guy. You should yeah. be owning a business somewhere in, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean the, the the hustle can go, you know, any different you know, so many yeah. different directions. It's like Put it where where you know it needs yeah, to go. Yeah, bro. It's like, come on, do it. Do what you know you do what you know you're supposed to be doing, man. Yeah. Like you, you got art, you got talent. Like go do what you need to do. You know that's why I said shout out to my boy Dre Payne, man. He be getting it in. Like he be teach, coaching the kids basketball. He be out here doing what he's supposed to do for his community, repainting Attics Park, man. Shout out to that boy Dre Payne, man. I'm gonna put Dre on the list of folks that need to be on oh, the WTF please, Carbondale please, podcast. Please, please do. Holler at my man. He get it in. I will. That's well, my best for friend, this, bro. For this episode, we have gotten it in with Cortland Jabray for episode 60 of the WTF Carbondale podcast. Have a good one, folks. Whatever that Ooh. one may be.